I'm ready when you are. You can jump into it. Well, I mean, now we're in the bullshitting phase, even though we've been doing that for the last hour and a half, right? Headphones on? Sometimes that's what we got to do. It's the name of the game here. Yep. Looks like tonight is double fisting. <laughs> I don't want to know, I don't know how to take you when you, you say that. I don't I do not want to know what you're doing when you get home. I meant drinks, is, assholes. No, because I went, I go, what the fuck's happening at Kyle's house? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk about what was it, the pictures I sent that night. Nope. <laughs> Never again. I didn't know chickens could move like that, though. Seared into my fucking brain. <laughs> I did it. We finished her off. Three episodes in. Three episodes and a fifth. Half of it was gone in episode one. <laughs> yeah, it was. All right, boys. Uh, I'm going to say cheers to episode three and cheers to being... B&T Eats. B&T Eats. I almost said E. Because this is for you guys. Yes. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, yeah. God, that's good. <laughs> I have to every time now. Well, I said I would. Got to get another one of that. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Oh, man. Like the margarita wasn't already doing it, and we just capped it off with <laughs> Yeah. After that, you got to wash it down. The nice ice cold uh, margarita. Happy hour of margarita beverage. That's so good. It is. Especially if you get the ice with it. It's going to be a fantastic episode because that's all people are going to see is as we're talking us. <laughs> straws. Yeah. The These bendy straws. Colorful bendy you straws. did the bendy every once in a while. <laughs> Who knows where that came from that I just said with the bendy? Anyone? Oh, that's um Tenacious D. Yeah. Ba boom. Ba boom. That's one of my favorites, dude. I know every I lyric Tenacious to every D. one of their songs from high school on. I like, I would just, it would be on repeat. And they just say the craziest shit. And it's probably where my dysfunction came from in my head. But <laughs> that's where it came from. You well, know, there's a <laughs> Eminem, Tenacious D, me in general. <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> so you guys want to know what my secret is? No, I don't want to know at all because you just you keep putting it off now at this point. You We're ready just for talk this? About no. So we've started off with Ghost in episode one. Yep. Aliens in episode two. And I go, we can't make this a trend. It can't be a trend that we're just this paranormal, crazy type of podcast. We'd have a lot of fun doing it, but we got to do some other shit. We do. So today, I'm just going to roll right into the intro. Today, uh, we're going to talk about one of the craziest unsolved fbi mysteries ever db cooper am i oh i'm not muted god damn <laughs> Not anymore. All right, welcome to episode three of the Beers and Bullshit podcast, the only podcast that has a one lane to AA. <laughs> We're going to be your guys. I swear this is the only time I drink. It's the only time I do now. The only time I do. That's all I can handle. My liver can't <laughs> handle it after this. I'm going to give you Friday, and that's it. Uh, all right, devil. Well, I came, I forgot my water here the last time, and I came down here, he had all the lights off, I'm like, yeah, he's hungover. Yep. It wasn't, it, it wasn't bad, but that was a lot of bourbon. Yeah. That was a lot that of bourbon, lot of man. Bourbon. So, yeah, I needed the lights lowered a little bit. 
put some Kenny G on softly in the background. Oh, my. Just bring me back down to earth a little bit. I made his hangover worse bringing Jody with me. All right. <laughs> I wasn't up. expecting it. I, I wasn't got... expecting it because I should have figured that. Like, I was expecting it and not expecting it at the same time. She had to meet her favorite voice. Yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it sounds different on these microphones, though. It does. Does Mine it? does too. Like for what I hear when we're here, and then if I, when I re-listen, I'm like, "You should have hit me up, man. I have the perfect hangover cure for you, buddy." I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. I don't need to sleep all day though. I need to function still. Why are we talking function about? Function perfect. I can handle smoking I, stuff. Dude, done. Like I'll do it. And I'm going to bed. See ya. The best hangover cure is hair of the dog. Just start drinking again. It's Chinese buffet on a Sunday. Any it, the greasier the better. Yep. Any greasy food that should be a topic. The best hangover cure. Well, you want to get into it before we jump into this? I mean, I've always <laughs> uh, beer. Bert Kreischer did a thing where he went and like uh, to different countries and tried their yeah. different hangover cures. Yep. Some of them were just God, like completely gross, shit. like eggs and yep. I ugh. I pre hangover cure. So like if I'm if I know I'm drinking I'm gonna try to get like hammered you know like I'm going hard that night make sure I have a Gatorade and some ibuprofen yep right next to the bed so as soon as I wake up I I will do the ibuprofen and I will drink like three massive glasses of water beforehand yeah and then before I go to bed four more ibuprofen and two big glasses of water and usually that does okay you're still gonna feel like shit if you really get hammered but it's not gonna be anywhere near what it was if you're not planning for it you just like happen to get drunk then you just stuck dealing with a hangover i feel like you guys are older than me like i'm still doing this shit like fucking college and i just don't give a fuck we're doing it i don't do the the main reason is because anything sitting i I don't want it to sound bad like i don't want this to come across bad like right now like we are by choice pinned down you're not. <laughs> and you have teenagers that are self-sufficient. True. So you don't have to worry about you. They can handle their shit. They can do their own thing. I have thing. to be up in the morning and help out with kids. <laughs> I have to be functional. My kids don't get up till 2 p.m. But I've never really... like They sleep longer than me and I was drinking. I went through like a, <laughs> a partying phase for like a couple years. We partied like all the time. Yeah. During the week, everything. Never you called know. me though, did you? Fucker. Were you already married? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, probably. You're probably on with your life already. I was being a yeah. scumbag. You know, was, work, was working my way up, getting off of parole and shit. No shortage of cocaine and other things could have been found in that house at the time. So why why wasn't I called? Yeah, why wasn't I called? I mean, I didn't do any of that. I just smoked a lot of weed. Maybe did a little Adderall here or there. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. I know a couple guys. So yeah. Yeah. But um anyways, you know, what the fuck is that? I'd rather uh you hear that? It's ghost from episode 1. Man, right there. Yeah, do you hear that? I hear it too. Is it my mic again? No, I hear it too. Okay, hold on. You talk. Talk. 1 2 You talk. 3 4 5 6. Now it's gone. Sh- now let's all say 1 2 3 at the same time. 1 5 7 8 9 2 <laughs> Nothing. Fucked you guys up. At the same time. Now? <laughs> <laughs> it is a ghost. You're fucking. Did you hear your, that? Your that was weird, though. It was, it was, I think, you know what I think it was, us. though? This was looped on my mic. And it was shaking and it? And it was shaking it. Yeah. I think that's what it was. You can say that, but we all know that it's your grandma. You, it told, is. you told us last week, and now, so, so now she's going to she make is. herself known. She's here. You had to bring that voodoo on us. Mm-hmm. And put on I still haven't forgiven you for making me go to a fucking 
insane asylum Dude, motherfucker. I'm serious. So literally, probably, just, I'm literally, not even kidding it you. It literally got brought up today. Yeah. So what, really what my whole plan is, <laughs> is like literally documenting. forgets about it. No, dude. I'm not going to because I have shit saved for purchase oh because God. of this. Right. So the whole thing with this is that like we're going to document from the time we leave here all the way there. No, dude. No, Everything. No, I don't like that. Everything's don't like getting that. documented. This is going to be like... one monster That's episode. Awesome. I like it. Yes. No, I'm going to be a pussy the whole time. You're going to be fine. No. Dude, I'm going to so, get there. I told I'm, you I wouldn't leave you I alone. I literally am not going to be able to go through the door. You'll be You're going to have to. I really want to do this, but I don't want to. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. But but the, okay, listen, listen, listen. The one thing that we're not going to do, though. So, like, that's why I like the idea that we can bring. Like, we'll bring a couple people that we're, yeah. that are close with us with to kind of help out with the cameras and shit. So, when we have to go and do things, we're not going to be alone. Like, we're going to have that other person that's kind of there to document us. The camera person. Yeah. Yeah. And everything on top of us documenting what we're seeing and shit. Um, me, on the other hand, I have every intention going of home? going by myself. <laughs> I will do that for at least 30 minutes at some area. I'm scared for you. No, I will go <laughs> I really by am. myself without anybody, just me and a camera. And I will go by myself All for right, about 30 minutes. How far are you going to go? Because I'll do the same thing. That way, two of us do it. <laughs> I told you guys what I'm planning, right? Like, where I'm planning yeah, to try yeah. to get us to go. The sanatorium. The, the Eloise sanatorium. Yeah. 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 So, I'm going to try to get in talk with them and get with a historian and, you know, try to figure out what the accounts are and where the hot spots are in there. And... The biggest hotspot is where I have every intention of going and sitting by myself for a half an hour, at least. <laughs> Without like a, a doubt. <laughs> no, like, I want it. Like, bring it to me. So, he wants to be possessed. No. I just, <laughs> I want to, I want, I want to, I think, to me, I think I would have a better chance of something happening or getting something if I was there alone. By yourself. Yeah. So. I, in, the, in that theory, you're right. That I think. It wouldn't be in our group where something happened and we'd all see it. Oh no! It's yeah. just it, it it'd be singled out somewhere. And I, but I, then I, is that your fear or is that actually something legit that no. happens? No. What I think the biggest part of it too is that I'm so fucking open for it. I bet you are. That it could. <laughs> I'm so open to it. I'm so looking. Okay. <laughs> and reset. Yeah. No. Um, are you open to? Because I believe I believe that it is possible so much because of my experiences beforehand that I have zero doubt that it's a thing that I'm going in very open minded. Right. That I could sit there and it's not like I don't have this subconscious filter going on where my brain's gonna automatically make excuses for what happened or what I saw. Yeah. You know, I think that going in with a group of people is going to be way too distracting to begin with too. Like obviously we'll go do shit together. I feel like there's going to be a little bit of chaos involved with the camera people no. and everything that when we go in. I, I've thought that through too and I really have a good game plan when it comes to that. I think it's it's definitely on us three to make sure that we're maintaining a little bit of calm. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> you want me to be calm? <laughs> yes. No. Listen. I want I want you to have your natural experience. Like I obviously documenting if if you're scared, you're scared. I'm freak the fuck you know? out. <laughs> Which is it's it's fine, but you know like I think in terms of us trying to do a production here um that we're going to go into it with that mindset that hey, we're yeah. we're doing this for a purpose along with the experience. So that's why I think starting from beginning a trip and all that shit like even if like i said i'm ta- i'm thinking about getting like 
three cameras literally giving you one, you one, me one, and documented from the time that we're packing our shit up. We're in the fucking car, all that shit. I thought about making it like a whole fucking thing, you know. And I'm we get a machete. Well, I, was, I think it'd be interesting if we don't talk about what we bring and then seeing what everybody show brought. Up with well, how are you going to go in there and fight a ghost with a machete, a bro? Who's fighting a ghost? I am running. <laughs> I need something to throw so I can Not me. Run. I'm going to be so... Go, talk to me. You guys <laughs> touch like, me. Touch my hand. Kyle, touch what do you bring? bring you what? <laughs> and I pick my bag up. I hear his glass. I'm like, that's a bunch of pints. Because I'm going to be drunk as balls when we do this. No. I thought, I thought it'd be... like he wants to be molested by a ghost. Hey, if that's what it takes to... Say there's an afterlife, molest me. <laughs> you say that to an alien too. Hey, if it proves something. And now that's two episodes in itself. He's getting <laughs> probed by an alien. I, I go in there going. Alien's gonna be fucking knuckle deep in Barry's bottle. <laughs> I'll be going. This feels real similar to that monkey. Yeah, going. It's it's real. <laughs> <laughs> and the next trips to the Detroit Zoo. <laughs> Uh, no, I thought it would be fun too, as to um, snowboarding. No, no I'm trying to no, finish my conversation. <laughs> what? No, I'm, I'm trying try to finish. So hey, was my hold idea. on. See, I, I was, this is why I it'll would, never I, work. I would probably go skiing, but not snowboarding. I tried it and I suck. What I'm thinking would be a cool thing too, as if we made it like uh, a weekend deal out there, not to go ghost hunting, <laughs> but I'm saying like, I'm talking, I'm thinking about like packing up the kids and going. Let's go out that way for the weekend. If you want to bring Sam and the kids and all that shit, if you want to bring. If you yeah. want to bring Sam and the kids, <laughs> oh, good. No, if you want bring me, if you want to bring your kids and shit too, like, you know, even if like say we got out there on a Friday, we did everything on a Saturday, you know, meeting people. You may speak. What can we do out there right now? It's a fucking pandemic. We can't do anything. Canada open. We, 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 might not, we might not even be able to go on a fucking ghost hunt without being six feet apart. We, from we each might other be able shit. to. We're gonna have to. Socially distanced from the ghost, you know what I mean? We can't give them COVID. Oh my God, we don't want to give the ghost COVID. Can you give a ghost COVID? <laughs> Probably. Is COVID well, you know what's going to happen? Is I'm going to... I was just going to say, I'm going to film it, and also there's going to be some lady walking past. She's going to turn and go, she's got a fucking mask on. <laughs> <laughs> they have it in their world, too. <laughs> this isn't a Democrat and Republican thing. Oh, it's in every aspect. Even the afterlife. Even the afterlife is fucked up with masks on. <laughs> Fucking alien ship comes in. And go, I need you to separate. <laughs> it's not time yet. Six feet. <laughs> God damn. All right, we got to get off this topic and go into the one that we're here for. For real. All right. So what do you guys know about D.B. Cooper? I, I already said nothing. I remember there was oh. a movie made about his voyage um, uh, without a paddle. Where the three guys they were going looking for DB Cooper's treasure that was mm-hmm. lost when he dropped out of a plane because he robbed a bank or something here and got his great escape, and then was flying and his plane crashed and they never found his body. You're close. You're close. Hold on, it's I, not true. I feel but like you're I close. See where this is, and, it, is that along the same lines though? Yeah, you have some aspects of it correct. So that's what I remember from what I watched with without a paddle, which was hilarious, by the way. Yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah. Um. No. What were you gonna say, Brandon? I feel like I see where this is fucking going. Where's it going? I don't know if I like this. That we're gonna jump out of an airplane? We're gonna I rob will it. never do that. What? You will never get me to do that. I will. Anyway, so that's we'll not what I was looking thinking. for a new co-host. Because <laughs> that was on my bucket list. I will not do it. I'm for the show. Go. I'll Dude, fucking we, we, we could record ground. that mm-hmm. too. I'm not going. That's terrifying. 
You I'm have to. This is the, no, you know what the show no, should be no, now. No, this show is not. Beers let's just and do facing every, your fears. No, listen. <laughs> this, that's a better fucking <laughs> no, name. No, no. Well, I'm, I didn't sign up for a show where I go do all the fucking shit that scares me. I didn't sign up for that. Yeah, you did. No. You're sitting here. <laughs> Fuck you. He's like, I signed here for a sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turned into this. I don't even like to drink, motherfucker. You got me drinking. You signed yeah. the contract in episode one. You don't remember that? Nope. You're pretty drunk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Show me. It is signed. Show me the contract. <laughs> so, so you put one out and it's fucking signed in my blood. Yep. Goddamn, what did We did make a blood pack that first episode. We did. We did. You don't remember it? <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even joking. We did. No, I didn't do that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Where, you did. Where's the cut? It healed. We didn't actually you don't cut want, ourselves. You guys don't want my blood. Due it's to tainted. FDA regulations, we couldn't actually go through with that on camera. Yeah. So we pretended, but we made a blood pact. Yep. Can't do that right now. It's COVID. You would have spread it. <laughs> you had COVID and blew on my mouth. My, <laughs> <laughs> my mic. There's no coming back from that. Oh shit, we're getting off. All right, all right, we're getting off topic. Well, I'm done for the night. We're getting off topic. <laughs> all right, listen. The fucking track has come off. What the are train, they putting these margaritas? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the meth. I mean, <laughs> margs. <laughs> Thanks for the margs. Oh Marge. my god. Fuck. No. I wasn't thinking about jumping out of an airplane until you said that, and then it popped into my head. So that is on my hey, bucket listen. list now for this listen, show. Listen. I'm down. You can get me. <laughs> Two out of three. That wins. Into a stupid fucking sanatorium. I, okay. That will probably happen. Yep. It's not going probably, to. It's I mean, going not to. probably. Yeah, it's going to. You cannot. I'm not even trying to do this to challenge you and see how, how you badly. You are shaking the shit out of this again, I'm man. sorry. God. I cannot. He's nervous. <laughs> I will not. Jump out of a plane. It's not happening. All right. What is it about an airplane that scares you? Nothing. I've been in a plane. I'm not jumping the fuck out of one unless Why? my life is on the line. But you know that there's a guy strapped to your back. That's part of the reason down. I don't want to fucking go, first of they, all. They, they don't you let think you I just be free jump your first time. Carry me to my fucking yeah. destination. And, and you know what? Right it's down. always a dude named Chad that's got long hair. And you're like, what's your How name? He goes, I'm Chad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Chad? I jump out of planes, man. Yeah. I also <laughs> teach people how to surf. Listen, mm -hmm. like Burt Kreischer said, the way that I die is not going to be fucking face planted into the earth with a man strapped to my back, fucking me into the ground. <laughs> That's not happening. I'm not going to be landed in the fucking woods somewhere splattered with a man attached to my fucking ass. You know Shit. How, you know me, Marge. I like my beer cold, my TV loud, and my homosexuals flaming. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> what is happening? Oh. See, you definitely when you go to BNT Eats. <laughs> This is the kind of shit that happens. Hold on. Oh, hold on. It's worth it. So we're jumping out of an airplane. Yeah. Just say yes. <laughs> no. I heard what you said. You agreed. No, I did not. For the record, I did not. That's going to be hey, epi episode you know two. What? Yep. You need to go snowboarding then. Dude, I am not going to break a leg. I will jump out of an airplane. <laughs> I know I'll break something. You it's won't. It's bound to happen. I've done it plenty of times. It's not like I'm good oh. at it. I fall too. It's fun. You get drunk enough, you don't feel it. Wait, oh, are we talking about snowboarding now? Yeah. yeah. I thought you guys were still talking about jumping out of a plane. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? You <laughs> fell? Like, you fell? Hit the fucking ground I mean, and you're fine? That is the point of jumping out of a plane is a free fall. You got tuck and roll. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the fuck are your bones made out of? <laughs> All right. I so, don't, I've been wondering the same thing. Back, back to D.B. Cooper, though. You're going to have to mute us to get through this. No, we'll get through it. Because 
I no, guess we're so fine. I'm, I'm straight. Once we get to the video and shit, and then go into the other parts of it. Um, but kind of what you grabbed from the movie you watched and what you're hearing and stuff. So the whole thing behind D.B. Cooper was that no, like nobody knows who this man was. There's a lot of ideas. Um, the whole thing had nothing to do with treasure or anything like that. It was a complete, it was a airplane hijacking and a ransom. And he ended up taking the leap out of the airplane. And that was it. Like nobody's ever, nobody knows. So he didn't have money or anything on him. Is what you're saying. He had the ransom money. The ransom. So, yeah. So, it wasn't... That's why they call it D.B. Cooper's treasure was looking yeah. for the money. Yeah. I mean, in the movie, they not like Not like gold and treasure like we think when it comes to... Um, he got it? eaten by a shark. As soon as he landed, a motherfucker just ate him. No, he, he landed nowhere he landed near an, an ocean. of trees. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then... He's right. in the middle of a jungle. <laughs> Look, All right. Let, I'm wrong. We're going to jump. We're going to jump to the video here. Um, And this kind of... It's like... Gives you the whole rundown of what happened. And you said one second before mm-hmm. you play this fucking video. You said that this was the biggest. What? How did you put it? It was conspiracy in American no, history. It, no, I thought the Kennedy assassination was the biggest. No, that's not what I said. That's not what I said at all. That is. I said this is. This. this is. I said this is one of the biggest unsolved FBI mysteries. Okay. Never said a conspiracy. I mean, I guess I would still say that Kennedy's unsolved. It's not unsolved. We know what happened. <laughs> Which part? All right. <laughs> We're going to go into the video. All right. So this will, like I said, I'll give you the rundown of what happened. And then we can go over a little bit more about it. November 24, 1971. A passenger using the alias Dan Cooper boards a Northwest Airlines flight from Portland to Seattle. Once in the air, Cooper says he has a bomb in his suitcase and demands $200,000 and four parachutes to be delivered to him when the plane arrives at SeaTac Airport. FBI agents give Cooper the parachutes and a bag with the cash, and Cooper tells the flight crew to refuel the plane and fly to Mexico. When the plane is airborne again, Cooper has the crew lower the aft staircase, a unique feature of the Boeing 727. The crew, huddled in the plane's cockpit, believes Cooper jumped with the money in two parachutes from the rear stairs before the plane left Washington airspace. Authorities launched a massive manhunt around remote aerial Washington, but found no sign of the skyjack. And the name, misreported as D.B. Cooper, stuck. The famous sketch of Cooper is largely based on a flight attendant's description of the 5'10 to 6 foot, 180 pound man in his mid 40s with brown eyes and olive skin. Cooper left a JCPenney clip on tie on the plane. The FBI lifted a partial DNA sample from the tie, but have never linked it to any suspects in the case. Eight years after the skyjacking, a boy in Vancouver, Washington, playing along the Columbia River, found $5,800 of Cooper's ransom money buried in the sand along the shore. Was it buried there, or did it drop out of Cooper's bag during the freefall? The FBI could never be sure. In the nearly 50 years since Cooper's leap, the FBI has investigated thousands of leads. Amateur sleuths have come forward with their theories, but all have resulted in dead ends. 
the Seattle office of the FBI officially closed the Cooper case in July of 2016, saying there isn't anything new out there. But the mystery of what happened to D.B. Cooper remains. That's pretty wild. It's crazy, isn't it? It is. Cool. It's a different story than what I remembered. But Yeah. Well, you're going off of a movie. <laughs> so, it sounds um, so much cooler on the movie. It it was. I mean, that's a hell of a thing. So what he cooler did, than what he did? What the fuck do you mean? That was pretty no. fucking cool. No, he was saying that was cool. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So My everything that happened here completely changed the way aviation happened. Like moving forward, like their regulations, their security checks, everything like that. So the whole thing was that he got on there with this briefcase. It was a whole mess of wires and what looked like sticks of dynamite in there. You know, fed that note off to the stewardess, made her sit right next to him, opened it up to show her. And then, like, everybody was like, fuck, <laughs> you know. So managed, you know, bring it down. We're going to Seattle. Bring the plane down. So he hijacked the plane on the ground. No, he hijacked it while they were in the air. But didn't it just say in that clip that they brought the money to him? Yes, because he, he made, made them, them land. land. Oh, made them land and then take back off. I want 200000 I will release the passengers. And then once they were released, you know, said so we're going to Mexico City. So they started flying. Um, he asked for the 200000 and three um, parachutes. Right. So... Um, Midway through, I mean, they didn't even, like I said, it was barely out of Washington airspace, or if they even were out of Washington airspace before he jumped. Now, did you hear about the kid who did something similar to D.V. Cooper years later that the FBI was tracking? There was another real story, and it was like a teenage kid who was super fucking smart and lived like off the land, and they couldn't find him. You're not thinking of another movie, are you? No, I'm not. This is, this is an actual... <laughs> Catch me if you can. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, that's not what it was. That's not it. Okay. Like, this was an actual real-life documentary of what this kid did and all the police and stuff that were looking for him. Eventually caught him, but um, it was similar to that. And he, his icon was Cooper. Yeah, Cooper's a badass motherfucker, yeah, man. He looks like a badass motherfucker. So... Um, myself. So with this, like, I obviously, like, one of the theories um, of that case is that uh, he didn't survive, uh, you know, succumbing either to the jump or the conditions for which he landed in, because um, he jumped out of that plane during a storm, <laughs> 200 miles per hour winds. Oh, my. And he might not have been able to deploy the chute. So I don't, I can't remember if they mentioned it in there. So one of the chutes that they gave him was a training parachute that you can't steer. So he's jumping out of an airplane and it's a pot. I think they were saying, if I'm right in the FBI files, cause those are all released. If anybody wants to just go to FBI.gov and you can search for those files. Um, the two that were left behind were the normal parachutes he used. He jumped with the training parachute. I thought it said he had four. It was three, uh, three or four, but the one four. he jumped with two and left two behind. Yeah, whichever one he he was using, they said it was a training one. one. So he just couldn't steer. It was still yeah. It could he could deploy it, but he wouldn't be able to steer. But they're saying like with the two hundred mile an hour winds that they think that he might not have been able to deployed. Um, and they said even if his parachute did open, it was again it's not the type that could be steered. And landing in rough wooded terrain at night and dangerous. Particular or is dangerous, particularly for a man wearing just a suit, loafers, and a trench coat. Right. You know, so he 
because the area he landed in was like forestry, you know, wetlands and all yeah. that shit. And I heard his parachute got caught up in it and wetlands. he had to like drop. They said it yeah. was Washington. Yeah. Like, like the they found, right? Yeah. It wouldn't be wetlands. He just landed in a forest. Dude, have you been to Washington? I mean, I know it's wet. It rains all the time, but yeah. oh, it's you, heavily you, wetlands. You go through Florida. three different, three to four different terrains in Washington. Yeah. You go from desert. You go to wetlands, you go to forest, you go to mountain. Like, it's crazy. All sorts of wildlife. Yep. Um, So they say law enforcement were in the air following the hijacked flight, but didn't see Cooper's jump. Uh, Some Cooper aficionados have speculated that instead of the flight path the FBI used in its investigation, Cooper actually left the plane while it was on what's been dubbed a western flight path about seven miles further west. Uh, the manhunt, therefore, might have focused on the wrong area. Um, so after all this happened, they ended up, the FBI ended up with 800 suspects, like a shit ton of suspects. But then, uh, like, over the years, everything's kind of narrowed down. Um, so what I'm reading off right here says, since 1971, many men have come under suspicion for possibly being Cooper. Um, and I have actually a setup here right now. With the main ones, if I could find my mouse. Um, so looking at this right here, so the, the first one, and I tried to get it with the portrait next to the people. Um, so this first one is uh, Robert Rackstraw. He was a military veteran with parachute training who had several brushes with the law. Uh, he was dismissed as a suspect by the FBI, but in 2018, a fellow veteran said he decoded messages allegedly sent by Cooper that implicated Rackstraw. Before his 2019 death, Rackstraw at times made cryptic comments about the case rather than denying involvement. So, again, that's just one of many. That guy was just playing off people's fucking suspicions. He was like, yeah, I'm going to pretend I'm this guy. It wasn't really him. Because how, how was he implicated and involved, but it wasn't him? Sounds like it was a one-man job. The dude just did that and jumped out by himself. Well, it it was right. So I I don't and no I don't as far as I understand nobody else is involved. Yeah, but I think they were going off of um, looking at the comparisons, and then obviously looking into his background, the fact that he's got that kind of training. Um, and it doesn't say in here. I'm not sure if it's him. I don't want to confirm it was him, but uh, one person that was a suspect also did the same thing. After the fact. Um, but they still managed to write it off that it, it wasn't he wasn't the DB Cooper that everybody was looking for. So our our next guy here is uh Richard Floyd McCoy. So this is him. So in nineteen seventy two, uh he hijacked a Boeing seven twenty seven, the same type of plane Cooper targeted. After receiving his ransom, McCoy parachuted from the plane. Despite the matching MO, McCoy did not resemble the sketches at Cooper. After escaping from prison in 1974, McCoy was killed in a shootout with police. Just because somebody had a vague resemblance or a vague sketch, you're telling me that everything that fit the MO here, that they just ruled him out because he didn't fit somebody's memory? Right, like that lady could have totally That is so wrong. crazy to me, and I don't care what you're saying. Like even looking at the way the nose shape and shit is, even yeah, the way similar. that the ears are, the the comb over and shit. And those sketch artists are really good when you're describing things. And yeah. Making... Like to me right now, as I read through this when I was putting this together, like I think he was my favorite suspect. Like going, 
that's him. It has to be. Uh, there is one other guy that's at the end of this list, though, that I think took the cake for me. Um, so looking at suspect number three, uh, this is uh, Lynn Doyle Cooper. Um, so his niece, Maria Cooper, reported in 2011 that in 1971, she'd heard her uncle say, we did it, our money problems are over, we hijacked an airplane. The FBI investigated but ended up ruling out Lynn as a suspect. So what the fuck did they find then? <laughs> like, what did he hijack? <laughs> Hopes and dreams? <laughs> God damn. Uh, suspect number four, which kind of, to me, resembled the sketch a little bit more. Um, there's obviously some differences, but uh, this was uh, Kenneth Christensen, a military paratrooper who worked for Northwest Orient Airlines, was put forward as a potential Cooper suspect by his brother. A year after the hijacking, Christensen was able to purchase a house with cash. Don't know what that means. Maybe the guy's great at saving. <laughs> or he stole $200,000. He, he had a bunch of money in his mattress. Could be. Uh, next one. This is my, I think this is my favorite. This is the last one. Um, William J. Smith, who died in 2018, served in the military and, and would have been capable of making a parachute jump. A data analyst who considered Smith a likely suspect found that the bankruptcy of Smith's employer placed his pension in jeopardy, which may have spurred him to strike back at another corporate player. So, I don't know. I think I looked at... He, he looks like an older version of Yeah, the like if you sure. age that, yeah. I think you're going to get a really close resemblance yeah. to him. Um, he looks like the closest to the sketch for sure. Yeah, so I think he's he's my favorite, or uh, that Robert Rackstraw, the very first one. The thing to me, like, so this guy, the only thing that they used to try to pin it on him is the fact that his uh, company he worked for went out of business, so his pension was in jeopardy. So just because that happened, he got like yeah. implicated in this. That's well, crazy. Yeah. Well, they're saying. Uh, saying that he has the ability that he would have been able to do this kind of shit. Um, and then I think, obviously, when you're trying to put motive behind things. So now they're going to look at it and go, okay, well, his company was going bankrupt. But that's what I'm saying. So they they probably put a warrant out for this guy, brought him in, and questioned him and everything, all off of just the fact that he had military training and could do that, and somewhat looked like the sketch. Yeah. And just the circumstantial of uh, the circumstances he was facing with with his job yeah because according to everything that i'm reading but this right guy now could have never done anything it he could have done nothing innocent and got pulled into that but for no fucking reason will always forever be connected to db cooper now that's crazy yep i'd be so pissed if i was here like, <laughs> i mean i just i lost my job and now you guys are trying to tell me i did something wrong so Fuck you guys i can't remember and i tried to find it i came across and this is the coolest part is that um somebody gave a deathbed confession you want to know where they gave that deathbed confession? Where? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, shit. And I cannot find who the fuck it was. Oh. It doesn't have a name with him? I, I came across it. I browsed it, totally looked past it. And then when I was trying to put this together, I could not find it again. <laughs> but I, I read the I read the article and everything. And, like, I, yeah, out of Grand Rapids, Michigan is where he gave his deathbed confession. And to me, like... At that point, I mean, why if you're going out, like is that why would you make something like that up? Right. Unless right. 
Unless you were just somebody who wanted to be famous for something. Yeah. Hello. And you knew about that case. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm DB Cooper. No. I saw this thing on Facebook that said I'm going to leave. Uh, I'm going to find an unsolved murder, and I'm going to leave clippings of it somewhere. So when I die, that my kids find it, and this leaves them totally fucked up. <laughs> yeah. This was that kid, Do though. you think he got away? Barry. This was that kid I was telling you about. They called him the Barefoot Bandit. That's right here. So his, his stuff Colton is... Colton Harris Moore, born in ninety one, huh? Yeah. So he's a American former fugitive. He was charged with the theft of hundreds of thousands of dollars in property, including several small aircraft, boats, and multiple oh. cars, all committed while still a teenager. Holy shit! Yeah, he fled to the Bahamas on July 4, twenty ten, allegedly in a plane stolen from Bloomington, Indiana. He was indicted on July 6, 2010 by a U.S. federal court in Seattle, Washington on charges of transporting another stolen aircraft in the state. (laughs) Moore, still only 19, was arrested in Harbor Island, Bahamas on July 11, 2010 after police shot out the engine of the boat in which he was (laughs) attempting to flee. This kid was a fucking gangster. Two two days later, he was extradited from Nassau, Bahamas to Miami, Florida and transferred on July 21 to the Federal Detention Center, SeaTac, in Washington. On December 16, 2011, Moore was sentenced to more than seven years in prison for dozens of consolidated charges brought against him from three different counties. On January 27, 2012, he was sentenced to six and a half years for related federal crimes. He became known <laughs> as the Barefoot Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't wear shoes? <laughs> no. By reportedly committing some of his crimes barefoot. <laughs> Fucking Huckleberry Finn. You know that there's a federal there's a federal agent that, that's just meant to go, you need to give nicknames. And he's looking at the pictures, he goes, I got it. <laughs> this one's gonna be dubbed the barefoot bandit. <laughs> Couldn't they just got his footprint then? God dang. Oh uh, no. What? I that's what they said. Couldn't they have just they, got his the footprint was, then? If you read yeah. further. Okay. Um, once ya. leaving behind thirty nine chalk footprints and the word see ya. He was a straight-up gangster. Uh, despite the widely reported nickname, officials said that he more often wore shoes, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, on September 28, 2016, Moore was released from prison on parole. You know what, though? I want to talk to That'd this awesome kid. If you could get him on here. Can you imagine the stories? I want to find things. him and talk to this kid. And he ain't got shit on anybody, the wet bandits, though. Anybody. I know three of you listen to this, but you have friends. <laughs> if anybody knows Colton Harris Moore... I don't know. If they're listening to us on a Friday, they probably don't have friends. He <laughs> needs to contact us, so I want to talk to that kid. Wouldn't that not be cool, though? My God, man. He's, only t- he's 29 now. That's crazy. Go back to our normal scene here. Um, I think it's parole. <laughs> let him talk about it. <laughs> Gosh. He ain't got nothing on the wet bandits, though. So uh, just a uh, cap off the... I said that twice, and you guys ignore me. Fuck you guys. He's talking about Home Alone. Huh? He's talking about Home Alone, the wet oh, bandits. Yeah, Pesci. The sticky bandits. <laughs> Um, so with Cooper, um, in the media, suck uh, brick kid, the Cooper cases inspired movies such as the 1981 thriller, the pursuit of DB Cooper documentaries like the history channels, DB Cooper case closed question mark and an upcoming project produced by HBO and the BBC have delved into the case songs and books have also drawn inspiration from Cooper, uh, in addition, in addition, an annual festival in Ariel, Washington helps keep interest in Cooper alive. And yeah, FBI just recently closed out, said they're not going to pursue it anymore. I hope he got away and he got away with that money and was living, I, living the good life you somewhere. Know 
I hope so too. I really do. Except for the five grand that was on the beach. Fifty-eight. How do they know that? <laughs> how do they know that came from his ransom? Uh, uh, the serial numbers. serial numbers. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love the fact that this is on camera. <laughs> Every time I do it. Me too. So yeah, that was my two days of preparation for this episode. It was good. Yeah, it, it was very well put together. I had no idea who he was, so I learned something today. Yep. I I liked the story. I did like the movie. I thought the movie was hilarious. Yeah. And the way See, those guys went about it. And yeah, like how they had that pack from when they were kids. And yeah. They were like treasure hunters. From and the there's, a, there's a lot of movies that have those things. So um, like the show Prison Break, one of the seasons had it where he was supposedly in prison with the real D.B. Cooper. Um, the new Loki that's coming out on Disney Plus, they were talking about it. I started seeing articles as I was researching this that there is an episode of that where supposedly loki is db cooper oh wow yeah like that's how far this like this mystery is so massive that it it's consumed every aspect um and touched in every area of the media music industry movies television but when does the mystery become a legend because i feel like i think it is it definitely is now it has to be i think the second that they closed the case and said there's nothing else that we can do for this that legend. dude's a fucking legend. Yep. He he's up there with Jordan Belfort. Yep. Legendary status. Yep. So yeah. It was kind of fun to put together. Like I knew about it, but I, I learned a lot more. Show. That would be amazing. God, Did be you see sick. the uh Wolf the thing I shared on Facebook where it, they uh, um I think it was Jake Paul, right? Or is it Yeah. I think it was him. He has he's the one with the podcast. Uh Logan. Okay. Yeah. He was on his podcast telling those stories, dude. That's awesome. The the real, you know, Jordan Belfort. I'm not yep. fucking leaving. Dude. <laughs> he, and he, he told this story on there, and it was, um, dude, it was nuts. I'm not even going to tell any of it. it. It was crazier than anything any, that's ever happened to any of us. And he said that's a mild story. He's like, it got way worse. Dude, his story is probably crazier than, we've combined all our stories. It'd be crazier than anything we all three of us have done combined. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like I wish I could live that dude's life. I just, try sometimes. Just a day. Just, yeah, one day one would day. be enough for me. I get, can't give me a, sa- a Saturday. Let me, <laughs> he did have a lot of money, but. Let yep. me live the life before you got caught, and then <laughs> you can live the prison life after that. There you go. I mean, he's out now, and he'll probably be making money off that story now. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. For he, sure. Dude, he's making so much money off the royalties for that movie, all the interviews. I mean, the book that he wrote. How about uh, American Gangster? That was a real story. It was, Dude. and that guy's got that is one of my too, isn't he? That's one of my all time favorite movies. Frank, sure. Frank Lucas is yeah, was right. Pretty I'm sure pretty sure he's dead. I, he's dead. When the movie was if made, he was dead already. If he's, I didn't no, think he, was. He, he was. He was there for part of the movie, but I think he passed away since. If, if he's not dead, I'm, I thought he was still in prison. Well, you want to talk about a no? Bad he was. He was out. Did he get out? Yeah, Dude, he was. That movie's so dope. Yeah, he was on set. Did such a good job. he badass motherfucker. Badass. What's your favorite Denzel movie? Oh, Training Day. Mine too. Without a that's, doubt. Dude, that's my all-time favorite yep. movie. Without all-time a doubt. All-time favorite movie, bro. I right. love Great that movie. Great fucking movie. I love Training Day. Yep. That's why I had He's the King so Kong. He's so good. Shit so me. good. Makes you love him and hate him at the same I'm time. I'm going to have yep. all you motherfuckers playing basketball and Pelican Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That, that movie's so good. Yep. So good. Ethan Hawke is so great in it, too. <clears throat> that was a great movie. A lot of Denzel's are. I like Deja Vu. Yep. Um, one of my all-time favorites that isn't it's not necessarily like funny or much a whole lot of action was um the one with the little girl 
Um, he's the bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man, called... Man on Fire. Man, Man on Fire. fire. Man on Fire is one of my all-time favorite Denzel movies because that one will make you cry at the end yep. every single so um, time. Can I say my top three real quick? Training yeah. Day. Yep. Remember the Titans. Yep. And uh, John Q. John Q was in my list too. Actually, Dude. my list is exactly what you said, except for I have. Um, yeah. No, it's exactly what Dude. you said. One, two, three. Yep. Yep. John Q is a fantastic Dude, that movie, movie, bro. Makes me ball my eyes up. Because as so a parent, sad, you go, yep. I would do it. I don't even know how you. I can know rank I would do it. Though. Dude, you know what movie freaks me out as a parent? You ever seen that movie with Owen Wilson where his his family and him are in like China or yes. Korea or something? And, and they have it, to like, escape start, the riots have, and like, shit. They have like a civil war breaking yeah. out. Dude, and he has to throw his kids from the top of one building to their oh my dude, the whole time I have such anxiety. I'm like, I can't imagine having to do that. Like if you just slip just a little bit, you watch your kid fall to his death and it was your fault. Yep. But you have to, or you're gonna watch him get shot by the motherfucker chasing you. That dude, that movie, the whole time I'm like, <laughs> fuck, dude, what's gonna happen? <laughs> it's such a good movie. Such a good It's a really good movie. I, I would put Man on Fire at the top of my list because of the emotion involved in that movie and the the guy he was and who he became and have you seen John Q? I was about to ask him that. I, I, I like, haven't seen John. Q. You Seriously? have to watch John Q because uh, that would replace that movie yeah, for you. It, it is way more emotional. It's his son and his son, so they don't have insurance and so that his son. Oh needs no like no, a no I did see, I did see that because he goes Dude, in he, and he goes in that's and an brings a gun yes. and he's about to fuck him up if they yep. don't fucking fix yep. his and kid. then he tells him to take his heart and put in the kid and then he goes at the end. of I didn't know the name of that movie, but I. I know the movie. The yep. very end of it, you see him getting hauled away to jail, and his kids out there like standing there watching his dad get hauled away to jail. But he knows like he did this for to save my life. Yeah. Like I would fucking yeah. Everybody second, behind bro. him in that movie, man. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. crowd cheering him on. To, he wasn't trying to hurt nobody. He nope. just wanted his son. He to had get the one bullet. He had one and bullet it, in that gun, and it was always meant for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, dude, it just shows you how fucked up some of the shit in our country, and just I guess the world in general. But mm-hmm. you know, insurance is such a fucking scam. Yep. And the fact that they he couldn't get like they're gonna let that boy die. Yep. But the thing is, people they were gonna let people him die love those movies, but insurance. ignore the fact that that's real life. Yeah. That, that stuff happens, yeah. and you can, it can come down to that point. But then you think that guy's crazy. I think most people, though, knowing. This situation would say like they they understand why. But you know how it. the media spins situations oh, yeah. to make it sound like oh now we got to send arrest this guy send him to prison when he's just trying to save his kid. You fucking high. Well, I mean, what he the hell's did wrong with you? Technically yeah. break the law. Yeah, he have to. Well, you he had he was given no choice. When, right, when right, right. Kids, there is nothing more dangerous than a man with nothing else to lose. Yeah, yeah, zero. Yep. So like think this about podcast. Shit. So yep. watch out. <laughs> <laughs> bang bang, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. But that's why I love those movies, and that is up there too. But that's why I, I can't rate Denzel. Denzel does so many amazing. Yeah. Book of Eli is another one of my favorites. That's a good movie. The one when he's on good. the train, uh, Pelham One Two Three. Yep, that was. Fucking I haven't good. seen that one. That's, that's a good, good one. movie. Um, what's the ones that he's recently had? He had uh, a sequel to it oh, recently the, come the, out. No, the one I don't know. If, this is probably not the one you're talking about, but the one where he played a um like a trash man, and he was kind of a dick to his son. I don't know if you've seen that one. That one was really good. I don't remember the name of it, dude, but it was so good, bro. It was so good. I'm sure I probably did. Been, was, I feel like I've seen every oh, Denzel man. movie there is. Um, what's the one that he he had come out like he's like almost like a trained trained killer or trained assassin? I think you're thinking of uh, he checked, Liam Neeson. Cause no, no, because he always sets his watch. That's deja vu. No, there, it's he it's just came out with the time. second one. 
There's a two. There's a second to the first. It yeah, ju- like just recently came out. Equalizer. Came, e- yes, and then the Equalizer, Equalizer two. two came out. Yeah, it wasn't deja vu with time, and it was time warps. Oh, because he could go back in time and write the like um, the crimes or save people after something had already happened. Because start with that boat in New Orleans that blew up, and he knew where the bomb was, but he had to go back a couple yeah. of days to get there. And everybody thought he was nuts, but he knew what had happened and somehow was able to go back and save everybody and throw in the Mississippi River. Um, yeah, I can't remember what that was called. The one I was talking about was Fences. That was Deja Vu. Fences. He plays like a garbage man and he's kind of ridiculous, son. Damn, maybe there is a but Denzel it's a, it's movie a, I haven't seen. The one you're talking about, yeah, I'm pretty sure is Deja Vu. Um, dude, another one I like, Magnificent Seven. That's such a good movie. Yep. You've seen that one? Yep. With uh, Chris Pratt in it, too? I love that movie. Yeah. You want me to send you a Magnificent Seven movie? No. <laughs> no. Denzel's in Magnificent... I don't want any Wait. movies from you, bud. <laughs> Denzel's in there? In Magnificent Seven? He's the main guy. Fuck, I gotta watch that movie again. Where the, the girl comes up to him and tries to... Or pays him to help out their town because this guy is fucking killing people in the town and everything. So he gathers up. Six other people that go I, fucking take on the town. Not going into a Denzel movie, one of my other all-time favorites has always been, which we're getting closer and closer to, I feel, these days, Boondock Saints. My all-time favorite movie. That is, I'll never forget. Really so movie. when um, Boondock Saints 3 came out, I'd never heard that it came out. I was, it didn't come out yet. Two came out. Three was still in the process of being made. Is it Two. Two. Three is still on its. It's supposed to be in production, but it still has not been released. I've been waiting. So then it was two. So I went. To, I was going to the mall, literally just to buy something. I walked in, saw the poster, and went right to the theater, <laughs> like just to watch it. That franchise is fantastic. I actually follow the director and the writer on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah I follow the guys that. Um, the Saints. Norman Reedus, baby. I do. I love love me some Norman See, Reedus. I my, Speaking, I, Gavin's one of Gavin, my son's middle names, is named after not Norman Reedus' character, but the other one. Oh, yeah. Um, Connor. Yep. Connor was one of the Saints in the movie. Uh, speaking of movies, uh, Mortal Kombat, the new one, I don't know if you guys knew that they're making another Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Comes out in a few months. Today, they just released um, like a few pictures. Dude. I'm so excited! I'm yeah. the biggest Mortal Kombat nerd, bro. You probably have ever heard of. Who bro. do they? Who do they have in there? I, I, no names that like I've heard of, which is good to me. Yeah, like like I want to, but d- just the pictures. It looks. Have you've played the games and stuff? So the the big thing with the first two, the first one was really pretty good. The second one sucked really bad. The second uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation was so bad, but this one is supposed to really really follow the stories of the games, and it's really supposed to be really good. I want to show you some of the pictures. I'll find them and show you. They're okay. so good, dude. You remember? No. The like the little guy on uh, the second one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what his name is, but he's in a lot of different movies. He's a fantastic actor. I like him a lot. Their prayer, the Saints prayer. Yep. I've always wanted to get tattooed. Uh, God, I'm trying to what was written on their finger, Veritas, Espiritu Santo. At Veritas, Espirit, and Asante. Yep. On all three trigger fingers of the three saints. Yep. When we finally figured out there was three of them, not the just dad. Three. Yeah, the dad, baby. That, that was crazy because he was the crazy one that they used as the eliminator. Yep. And because he he, he was supposed to be coming after to kill them. His sons. Yep. And that's where the second one takes off when they're in Ireland. 
and it's him and them and then yep it takes off from that point it's, have, it's my favorite it's my all-time favorite movie have you guys um watched the boondocks the cartoon boondocks i haven't no no are you fucking kidding me Oh my god, dude! You guys gotta watch the Boondocks. Uncle Ruckus, you don't know who Uncle Ruckus is? Nope. Boondocks. Oh my god, bro! Like just listening to that Seriously. gets me amped up. Hey, go search it on Google. Find out wherever you gotta watch it and fucking watch it. I promise you, you will love it. It's so funny, dude. It is so. I can't believe you never heard of the Boondocks. I've not. Oh my god, it's so funny. Only in a country song. <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find something from hold on. Oh, They're shit. playing poker game. Is that what this turned into? We've got this. Is good, I feel like it's been a good episode, though. Yeah, it's been a good episode. It's been pretty yeah. interesting. We've covered a lot of stuff. You never seen Uncle Ruckus? Have Boondocks? Not. Have not. Never seen the Boondocks? Uh, no. Oh, dude. Nope. Yeah, check it out. It's funny. It's okay. really It's like anime. I can't. I, it is, but it is. I mean, it's not. It is, but it isn't, I guess. I don't know if it technically like is. Like a different anime, style of cartoon, probably. Yeah, but it's, it's funny, bro. Yeah. It's so funny. You guys got anything else? No, I'm just glad we ended with that Saints because that's awesome. Like, they jacked up my night. <laughs> now I want to go save the world. Just just what you needed to get jacked up. We're going to do it. One, We're all jacked up Mountain Dew. One listener at a time. One listener <laughs> at a time. All right, let's close it out, man. Uh, again, B&T Eats, fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah it was delicious. Was um, amazing food. If you're in the Grand Rapids area, West Michigan area, make sure you find them on Facebook. Put your orders in. Um, Freaking margaritas are great. Tacos were better. Oh, yeah. Support those local Michigan yeah. businesses. I'm have still drinking. Every keeps, intention keeps of a little bit, so ordering lasts a long more. Time. Man, I can't. I'm going to dream about them tacos tonight. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous. <laughs> you smashed them like a fat kid on cake. It was dawn, man. Like. I said, you guys have your conversation. His, I was over here stuffing my face. His inner fatty came out. It was done. Fast. Inner fatty. My outer fatty <laughs> came out, bro. <laughs> Only for right now because we're hitting the gym, baby. We are. We are. Sorry, we're I didn't mean to. Before you get know it, <laughs> I'm not skinny, so it's okay. We're going to call this the RIP podcast to get Brandon involved, though. Yep. You go to gym with us? Fuck you guys. What? You come with us? We're going to start going to gym. No, Where I work out you? Rocky style. Rocky style? Yeah, I don't go to gyms. I'm not going to pay somebody. You can tan, what? too, and get free massages. I don't need a tan. What the fuck? I don't need a tan. You're looking kind of pasty. It's winter. I'm a man. I don't need a pan. I'm a man a without a tan. tan. God. I'll get tan in the fucking summer when it's summer. You know, if you get tan enough and you're wide enough, your dick looks like a ghost. Oh, we got to cut that out. <laughs> 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 All right. Again, thanks again, B&T Eats. Um, so if you guys haven't already done it, make sure you're following us on Facebook. Uh, head over to YouTube as well. We'll have full episodes up there, minus 90% of what I cut out. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash beers podcast. Uh, yep. Yes, beers Just podcast. Just go to the search bar and search type uh, TikTok. Search TikTok too. Beers podcast, the beers podcast, the BS, the beers and BS podcast, beers and bullshit with an asterisk podcast. Just get all of them. Um, TikTok. Yep. So if you're on TikTok, make sure you're following us at Beers Podcast. Uh, other than that, we're only on like three channels right now for fucking podcast. Still waiting for shit to come through. So Google, Spotify, um, and some other bullshit that nobody ever listens to. Yeah. Other than that, man, we'll be back next Friday. For sure. Have a good weekend. Right. Later, guys. Peace Stay out, up. you filthy fucking animals. <laughs>